This is our podcast called No Subtitles Necessary This is our podcast called No Subtitles Necessary We watch movies in foreign languages To see what they are about And also we don't use subtitles It's a medium amount of fun Two weeks ago we lied to you and said we would watch a film called One Night Stand. That film was in English so instead we watched a French film called Oh No. We also have a new URL for the website that we built. It's no subnecessary.com. We paid for the upgrade. It was 144 bucks. It was not cheap. <laughs> that's incredible. That was incredible. That was great. So that's our new theme song. <laughs> that was very specific for this episode, though. So my plan is, is I got a Casio keyboard at home. It's got 99 song tracks on okay. it. Just go down the line and just keep making theme songs. Right, you can come here to do that if you want. <laughs> I don't have to bring my keyboard here. That'd be I have a mess. keyboard in in my room. How many song tracks does that have on it? 99. Okay, we'll figure something out. That was Joshua fought the battle at Jericho. <laughs> okay, alright. Well, that was wonderful. Um, welcome, everyone, to our seventh episode of uh, no, sub- <laughs> no Subtitles Necessary. Big, big things in the works. Big, uh, big changes being made. So, this is your first time tuning in. You're getting the big, the new stuff. This is the medium amount of fun right here. <laughs> the medium amount of fun that was mentioned in the song. Oh, man. Did you like it? Did I did like it? it. I wrote it myself. I, yeah, it was great. Okay, all right. Let's let's just, let's just, whew. let's Let's real quick. Whew, take a breath. Take a breath. I'm going to give a quick recap of the four points of information that I covered in the theme song. <laughs> One. So funny. This is, or maybe there were five. One, this is our podcast. It's called No Subtitles Necessary, where we watch foreign language films with no subtitles and try to figure out what they're about. Number two, two weeks ago we released an episode. We said we were going to watch a movie called One Night Stand. That's That was a lie. It, well, it wasn't a lie. We were going to, and then we watched an, it. It was in English. It was mostly in English, yeah. Point three, instead, this episode's going to be about a French movie called Lolo. Point four, we finally paid for the upgraded Squarespace. Woo. So now our website is just nosubsnecessary.com. No, no, no more squirt, dot squarespace.com. Yeah, yeah, just dot com. Baby. Just we dot com. Uh, we yeah. get paid an average amount of money. We do, yeah. yeah. So that's why it took us a while to <laughs> upgrade. We have no sponsors for this show. Uh, As of yet, maybe you can change that. It, Audible. <laughs> <laughs> or... Someone else. I like how Audible is your first. Every podcast is being sponsored by Audible at some point. Really? Aren't they uh, Audible books though? Not y- like. I mean, yeah. Not podcasts. Yeah, but Audible like sponsors a lot of them for some reason, or like pay- pays for ad time. Yeah. I guess they figure if people are already listening. To or maybe Squarespace could hook us up with a or with an ad because we talk about you already, Squarespace. <laughs> Squarespace, if you're listening to this. We could, we'll we'll, we'll work something out. I mean, you saw the gold that I wrote for that theme song, so if you thought that was good, wait until I write a commercial for Ooh. Squarespace. All right, so uh, let's let's uh, jump in. Who 
who is this uh, written by? This is, okay, so this movie's called Lolo. It's a would you call it a romantic comedy? I would. I would call it. Yeah. I I actually it's I think it's just a comedy. I don't know if it's a romantic comedy. There's romantic. There is romantic sure. involvement. All right, yeah, romantic comedy. Uh, a weird from twenty from twenty fifteen. Uh, it's kind of a joint again. Okay. Uh, a lot of joints. A little bit of a spoiler that I just figured out by looking at the, the IMDb page, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. So, it's directed by Julie Delpy. Okay. Written by Julie Delpy and Eugene Grandval. Okay. But it also stars Julie Delpy. I think oh. Julie Delpy was the main girl that I called maybe, Blondie. Maybe Julie Delpy was the friend. It says starring, and she's the first oh, then name. Yeah, then that's probably her. Alright. I mean, we'll find out later when we do our yeah, research. Yeah. But, yeah. So... Alright. It was a you go ahead. Talk about the camera. Serious. The yeah, thank you. Um it was your time. It was a pretty normal movie. <laughs> no uh no serious uh, there was I like the there's a couple scenes that they do some interesting things uh with jump cuts. But uh, that's about all the interesting camera work they do. Yeah. Um, the colors are just normal life. There's not, there doesn't seem to be a real theme. I thought there were a lot of, like, bright reds to signify there, love. Uh, there were, know? there were reds, but only when they were doing, when they were going to, like, art shows and stuff. Yeah, Not true. in their everyday. True, true. Um, maybe some, there were browns, there were a lot of browns. Yeah. A lot of white, white was a very, uh, big one. It was a very, it was a bright movie. Yeah, it was a very bright, um, but yeah. That's all you got? That's all I got. All right. Yeah, so I got one that took me hours to come up with. <laughs> okay, all right. I like it. You ready? Yeah. Lolo. Sometimes falling in love, love is wow. a little tricky. Uh, I put, uh, I, I, my slug line is um, <clears throat> Oedipus. That's it. That's, That's all I got. I have that in my notes at a certain point, too. Yeah. I'm glad we were picking up on the oh, same oh, vibes. Picking up on that vibe. There was a very specific scene I will refer back to when we talk about it where I can definitely be like, this is an Oedipal moment. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. All right, so. Let's start where we haven't started before. Opening credits. Yes, even before the opening credits. One of the production company titles I liked a lot. Ah, me it too. Was, it was called The Film. Mm-hmm. And it was an animated thing of a cowboy, but he was a centaur. He had, like, horses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved it. The opening credits. We're so far. Oh, my great. God. Yeah. They're like cartoony, and there was, like, yeah, fun he, music. He had a record. little crown on. He kind of looked like Jughead, and yeah. he was dancing. With, mm-hmm. that, it was great. It was really fun. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this movie's going to be great. I, 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 right off the bat, I got the vibe of the movie. You know, I was like, I know what this oh, this about. movie's about to be funny. And it was. It was pretty funny. I liked it. Did you catch any names? Jean René? Yeah, um, I didn't catch his name literally until the second to last scene of the entire movie. Okay. Lolo, obviously. Is that... Her? That's his name. That's the kid's name. I thought the kid's name was Benoit. No, his name is Lolo. Why did I think his name was Benoit? I don't know. Why did you think that? Is Lolo maybe a nickname? Maybe, For, but I don't know. That's what his mom calls him. That's what his mom's friend calls him. That's what the guy says every time he, like, the, the flashbacks that he had of, like, Lolo fucking with him. He goes, Lolo. So, uh, his name is Lolo. I thought it was Benoit. No. Definitely not. I didn't catch the woman's name. I didn't either. I called her Blondie throughout the entire thing because she had blonde hair. Yeah, I don't. 
Yeah, Blondie. That works for me. Yeah. But she has a friend. Blondie's friend. Whatever. I got called Blondie's friend glasses. She did have glasses. She glasses. That's true. She fucking dudes in Greece. That Good for her. One dude. The same dude. Anyway. Right, we'll I, but I digress. <laughs> we, we, uh, yeah. we get ahead of ourselves. And I'm, I want to say before we get into it that I took... Let's see. Eighth grade. Freshman year. Sophomore year. And that was it, I think. Maybe junior year. So I took... I've taken three to four years of French. So I was hesitant when we were doing a French movie. I was like, what if I understand too much of it? I didn't... I got like two words. <laughs> good. And they were bonsoir. <laughs> I was like, oh, good, good evening. <laughs> I got this whole movie in the bag. <laughs> I didn't understand shit. They all um, talk so fast. I they did talk up. very fast. Yeah. So let's... Uh, it opens up the first scene. There's a hot tub, yeah. And I, I wrote, hot tub is always a good place to start in a movie. I was I was worried in the beginning of this movie because a lot of the first scenes were very dialogue heavy and not very action heavy. So I was like, "This is gonna be the whole movie because this is gonna be fun to talk about." But then things started happening. Yeah, yeah they did. They started really happening. Uh, it, it's a slow burn at first. At first, yeah. yeah. Like the hot tub scene, they're just the blondie and glasses are sitting in the hot tub. They just talk. These are two like I would say middle aged women, like maybe I'd their say, early forties. Yeah, early forties, maybe late thirties. I don't know. French women hey, may, might but, age but faster. Lola I don't was know. Like eighteen. No, Lolo should be in his 20s. Yeah, so if she was only 38, that means she would have... All right, maybe she's 45. Yeah, I would say like... Yeah. Mid, mid to early 40s. Yeah, early to mid 40s. Um, so they just talk about stuff in the tub, which I have no idea what they talked about. I, I actually have a guess about what they keep talking about. That she doesn't have a man? Yes, that's exactly right. So um, right her, off the bat, this movie fails the Bechdel test. Yeah, no, this movie did not pass the Bechdel test at all. Anytime, Literally the only time she talked to Glasses was about... About men, about every time. About Jean-René. Or other men, or, or Lolo. So Does that count if it's your son? Yes. It's just any man in general? Any man in general. We should bring up the Bechdel test once an episode. I feel like I we, think we do. Have. I think that's a, that's a, a Bechtel we, test corner. Or I don't know how we keep coming back to it, but it's a it's because it's a weird test to have. I mean, it doesn't really prove anything. Hard ticket to Hawaii passes the Bechtel test. Like <laughs> and that is not a that feminist. is not a feminist <laughs> film at all. I think most of Andy Sedaris' film passed the Bechtel test. If anyone, if any of our listeners out there want to have some fun one night, just find a movie, any movie from Andy Sedaris' collection. Uh, the collection. If you there's a couple the, of them. If you want to buy the DVD collection, it's twelve movies. It's called Guns, Girls, and G Strings. There's also uh, Bullets, Bombs, and Babes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great movies. Yeah. Good solid films. Hard to get Hawaii. Yeah. Pica- Picasso what? Trigger. Oh. Oh. I don't even remember what that one was about. Like I woke up. The morning after we watched that, I woke up and I was like, what the fuck was that movie about? Like, I couldn't remember a single plot. Yeah, not, not even the movie itself can remember that, so it's fine. All right, so... All right, anyway, we, we digress. Oh, uh, so back always. to the hot tub. They, yeah. they're ta- I think they're talking about her being like, I'm going to set you up with somebody. Yes, and then, glasses. And then Blondie the gets out of the, the hot tub and glasses peas in the hot tub. What? Did you not see that? No. There was a. It was a very funny moment. That's when I knew this is going to be a great comedy. Oh man, I didn't see that. She at all. like she like lifts her leg up a little bit and then like squints her eyes and I was like, is she peeing in the tub? She's peeing in the thing, isn't she? I was I was happily surprised within five minutes of this of this entire movie. I was already laughing. Yeah, which yeah. means this is going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, and then we go we go to the next scene, which is outside, and it, we establish... At first I thought this was meaningless, but it's actually very important. We establish a very important character trait 
of Blondie. Yes. And it's that she's like a nervous wreck about uh, like children yeah. and like germs and everything. She's kind of like a hypochondriac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even said that. They did they say that. that. So <laughs> but they also, connected but to that. She just saw, she she saw from across. They were like by like a river. Yes. Like you having lunch. Yeah. And they saw from across. The I think barn. it was, was Glasses' like friends. No, before that. Or, were they before, waiting for somebody? Yeah, yeah, they were waiting, but to, to be set up with Jean Rene and Glasses' friend, the other dude. Was that wasn't Jean Rene. That was a different guy in the beginning. In the beginning, that wasn't yeah. Jean Rene. No, that wasn't Jean Rene. Really? Yeah. There were two guys. Oh, maybe it was Jean. It was Jean Rene. No, you're right. It was Jean Rene. Yeah, that's right. Right. There's Jean Rene and some other dude. You keep distracting me. Before that happens, she's just sees, sitting at a. No, but she. I'm, I'm telling you, this is, this is what establishes oh. a very important character trait. She sees across the river a group of small children oh, like, playing right. by the edge of the dock. That's right. And she gets real nervous. She's like, those kids. Yeah. And at first I was like, what the fuck is this? But later I realized, I was like, oh, this was just them yeah. establishing that she's like a nervous wreck and a hypochondriac. But yeah. then she meets Jean, Jean Rene, Rene and uh, his friend. other guy. Muscle, he's muscle guy. Yeah. Muscles. Sure. He's only in two, two scenes. Two scenes, so, <laughs> so he doesn't matter. We don't even need the human um, If you notice, also, there was a third friend sitting at the table with them that straight up was never in the rest of the That's movie. That is also true. Yeah. I, <laughs> there was like a third, like, dark-haired yeah, woman. No idea who that who was. Just wasn't in the rest of the She never showed up again. Nope. It wasn't even invited to that party. Nope. So that, but that yeah, was a so thing. But yeah, so Jean Rene and his friend... John Renee has a fish in his hand has or a, something like a whole like a dead big fish. one. Yeah. And I think well, I think he was there. He, yeah, he was no, he was buying it at the market to, for the party. Mm. He was like, oh, we're we're having a party tonight. Fresh fish, yeah. yeah. And then he drops it on, on yeah. Blondie, and Blondie freaks out because she like, she's a hypochondriac yeah. like germs. Ah. I, I first of all, I was like slapstick in the second scene of the movie. Fucking great! Here we go. This movie's gonna have it all. Yeah. Oh, it was it was so funny. He drops the fish right on her. I just want to say that I I genuinely laughed throughout most did, of this. It was film. a very funny. It movie. was very funny. <laughs> uh, so then they buy. There's like a, a little scene where they buy her a oh, nice yeah. dress. I, I put shopping. Scene. For some reason, they they even though she, she dropped well, he dropped she, the fish on her, they're right. like, let's go to the party anyway. Was she? Oh, she was just she's no. an old lady, and she was just gonna give it a try. Yeah, and also Jean Rene was like glasses and muscles were in a collective effort to set up Jean Rene. Jean Rene and her, Bobby. yeah, and Bobby, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I think it was at Jean Rene's place because he. Or no, maybe, that was that was definitely his place because he was cooking. Yeah, he was cooking on the grill. Mm-hmm. Oh, it could have been muscles. Maybe I don't, I don't know because he lived in like the apartment. That's true. Maybe it was muscles' place. Anyway, uh, so he, they go to the party. Jean Rene, who I guess we should also describe Jean Rene too. Very like um, lank, a lanky dude's got a weird I, face. No, no, I got you, I got you. Ready? Okay. Ready? Think of a Jewish man, a stereotypical Jewish man, make him French. Yep. That's what he looks he like. He did have like a curly like yep. top row. Yeah, and he kinda looks nerdy, mm-hmm. kinda like awkward. Oh yeah, big time. Um he can he he fills out a suit though. He looks pretty good in a suit. Well who doesn't, am I right? That's true. As um, long as you got the right size. Yeah. I mean, um, He's very awkward, but he was also very sweet. Yeah, he um, was. Very sweet man. Yeah, just like your average, yeah, just average awkward. Joe. Yeah, yeah. Just like average nice guy, you know? Yeah. Like the kind of guy that the song Nice Guys Finish Last by Green Day would be written about. Mm, he did but become he a billionaire like at the end of the movie. <laughs> Whoa, spoilers. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, they go to the party. Everyone's trying to set up. Did you notice that even before 
she went up to Jean Rene when he was cooking, they definitely made fun of the outfit he was wearing. Yes. Like, they were, I, I wrote, I wrote, they definitely just laughed at his dad outfit. Like, because he was definitely wearing, like, a dad outfit. He had, like, shorts on with tube socks all the way up to his, like, knees. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he had, like, the apron on and stuff. He looked like a dad. And it, it was very weird, too, because their first encounter, Blondie and Jean Ray, didn't, I mean, I didn't speak the language, but didn't seem to, like, go mm. that well. Like, it was very awkward. It, it, they didn't seem to click very much. Yeah, yeah. and Until she had to pick, she she had to pick said, a phone call, yeah. too. For her job. Yeah, for her job. But they started talking about one thing where they seemed both very, like, into it. But, like, the, the important thing is it worked because literally jump cut to the next scene. She's going, Blondie's going on a train yeah. for a business trip. And yeah. he's taking, John Ray's taking her to the train. Yeah. And he's like, okay, bye. And then they aggressively make out. Because uh, it was, like, cute, I, awkward first stage of relationship. Right, but I, I guess time has passed in between these yeah, two scenes. Yeah, I think so. Because it's just, like, they're meeting times. and it's awkward. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden it's could like, oh, the, they're dating. Could have been the next day. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> that's But that's what I'm saying. It was the next day. It's like, I don't mean to be judgy, but. Fast that things work hey, out. Hey, this is France, all right? What do you know about the the language of love? That's fair. That's fair. When we, even if it's a nerdy Jewish looking guy, if he's speaking French, yeah, come on, that's all he needs. Um, okay, so they go. <laughs> this is also a very funny scene. Oh, when they're talking about sex stuff on the train. <laughs> so glasses and Blondie are on the train together, and. Uh, they're like they're they're talking about sex stuff. We only know this because sure. they're in the middle of the conversation. And glasses does like the the eating the vagina. Yeah, like the, the two v, fingers yeah. and the blah, blah, blah. and then uh, Blondie like simulates like sucking a dick. She goes and, like, and the person next to them is like freaking out. The person like, like what the fuck what are they is doing? happening here? Like I am I am above this all. And I was like, listen, lady, you definitely suck some cock. So. You know, get over then it. Then there was also, I think I got, there was a very funny joke with that lady that I think I understood. Did she say they're lesbians? No, no, no. no oh, no. okay. I think Blondie gets a phone call. Yeah. And she starts talking on the phone. Oh, and she's like, hey, can you not answer that phone call? So what happens yeah. is she goes, hey, you're being a little loud. Can you not answer that phone call? And uh, Glass is just like, shut up, it's an important call. And like some time passed. And then I think Blondie said something like of interest while on the phone. And the other lady from across the aisle like, went over and was like, what's she talking about? And Glass was like, shut up, she's on the phone. I, I, like, I, I like that little exchange. They were just treating that other lady like shit. Yeah, they were. I, I actually thought the joke was she picked up the phone and she was she was like, hey, can you not take that here? There's a train, like, there are people mm-hmm, here. Yeah. And the other one started yelling at her and being like, "That that's that's her like sick dad or something. Like, like how dare she's got to take this phone call. And then the other lady was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. And then she said something sexual, I think, and it was, and then that's why the other lady was like, what? This is her dad, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that could be it. I could see that being funny, like if she said something sexual. Yeah, because it was, it was obviously Jean Rene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so then we jump cut uh, to some mon- a quick montage, and it was just, Blondie was just doing her job, which, what did you think she did for a living? Fuck dudes. I don't know. I was gonna guess Blondie was a, like a wedding slash event planner. I think she does something where she doesn't have to work that often, and she can no. travel. A lot. She travels a lot yeah. though, and like she speaks fluent English, and like sometimes when she takes work calls, she's speaking English. Because Blondie works in the fashion industry, or, or I'm talking. We're talking about Blondie right now. 
Oh, we're talking about Blondie? Yes. I thought we were talking about glasses. No, I don't give a shit with glasses. Oh. oh, Blondie Blondie works as either I thought, I thought she was like some, sort of, some sort of artist, like gallery sort of... Like per- curator? Yeah, like a curator and or some sort of fashion. Because later on when they go to that party or whatever yeah. in the subway... Yeah, that was weird. Um, I think they were talking to the creator of the fashion... Like the, the the clothes, the clothes, at yeah, because like, it was like an exhibit, like a yeah. exhibit. It was like a it was like, like a weird show. fashion show slash art maybe, exhibit. Yeah, so maybe she's in fashion. Yeah, I think so because there was that there was also that one scene where she was like, "I want this bitch to be white. I'm I'm not. I like look at her. She looks gray. I want her to be like paper white. Colors are important in the fashion. Yeah, world. and then we also got shots of this is what I didn't understand. So Jean Rene, he's like moving. It seems into a new apartment. He had all those what I understood. What was, I understood from Jean Rene, or was he moving in with her? When? That's later. That's later. Yeah. So in the but like in the beginning in his first apartment. Yeah, but he had like there was a bunch of moving boxes. So what I think happened, he worked. I think he's he works no idea what for the government, <laughs> some sort of tech company or like finance or, or some yeah some sort of finance thing, and he's working on a program or an algorithm that will make them more money. Right. And I think what happened is, like, he used to be super poor, and now he's moderately more wealthy, wealthy, yeah. right? And and that's why he just moved into that swankier, air quotes, apartment. That was, coincidentally, I guess, like, right across the street from where she was. Yeah, I believe so. Because believe there was one point where he looked up at the window where she was, uh, and he yeah. was like, mm. Yeah, like, he, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was right across the street. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but he did constantly go to her place, because yeah, her place was better. Because every because every, every single time like the brief glimpses that we saw of his place, all the stuff was still in moving yeah, boxes. Like yeah. he never really moved in there, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, then we have them going oh, back to her place. Maybe, maybe he was packing because he was prepared to move to a new place maybe. because he thought he was going to make a lot of money they did, soon. Him and his coworker did watch that like weird video where they're talking about like a brand new like a building that yeah. they to make for their like right outside of Paris or something yeah and he did say that at the conversation yeah. with yeah, they, yeah and they were like watching like a weird video or something but yeah anyway so we get cut to them having sex for the first time well about to have about sex. to have sex they're making they're, a yeah they're a, heading into the into the, into the bedroom she thrusts him onto the bed when all of a sudden we meet the best character <laughs> in the whole movie Lolo Lolo yeah or as I thought Benoit <laughs> I don't. I really don't know where you got that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know maybe, maybe Benoit's his friend. Maybe the fat guy yeah, wore the Derrick Rose jersey. <laughs> yeah, and a arrow pastel. Oh, I, uh, I can't wait to get that basketball scene. That was so funny. That was so funny. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, so so as she thrusts him onto the bed, he lands with his head onto his like onto Lolo's like side. Ribs. Yeah, like onto his rib, and Lolo just like lets out a, like a fucking like death yell. Yeah, yeah. And she's, they were like, well, who's this? And, like, he gets out of the bed, and um, Blondie's like, oh, Lolo, I didn't know you were here. I'm so sorry. We didn't mean to do all that stuff. And, and John Renee's like, what's happening? I didn't get, you see, at first I didn't know, because Lolo looked a little mature for his age. Like, he was in, yeah. like, his 20s. So I didn't know if it was, like, her brother no, or, like, definitely. her roommate. I, I, I almost immediately I understood that that was her child. That's her son? Yeah. It did take me, like, one or two scenes to understand exactly who he was, but I knew there was some sort of connection. I thought familial. Yeah, For yeah. sure. So, that, but we do find out. That's her son. That's her son, yeah. Lolo. 
And yeah. then they, you know, introduce each other. And then he moves, <clears throat> he goes to his room, he gets high. Yeah, he smokes weed. While they have sex. While they have sex. And he's like kind of listening and like plotting the night. Yeah, th- at first I was like, oh, he's just getting high. And then I didn't like, I didn't put any nefarious purpose on him yet. But he did have a look. He was like, mm. Like a yeah, I thought a... I thought maybe he just didn't like the fact that he had to be there while his mom was getting fucked. But mm-hmm. you know, I, who knows? And then we get the uh, the next morning. He goes back to his oh, yeah. John Renee goes back to his apartment. No, there's you for, you're forgetting a very pivotal scene that that then comes back around again. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Um, so John Renee gets up in the like in the morning, and he's going to the bathroom. And, like, he's he's very quietly doing it. He doesn't, like, want to disturb, I think, both Lolo and Blondie. So as he's getting to the bathroom, he's... Because he's also, like, buttoning up his shirt at the same time. As I think he, he was to trying the, to bounce. I think he was trying to bounce. As he gets to the bathroom, like, he hears the thing flush, and he's like, uh-oh. And he turns around, he tries right. to get back into the room, and Lolo comes out of the bathroom, and they have a weird conversation, which I don't know what it was about. I think Lolo was like, do you like fucking my mom or something? And he was like, uh, yes. It did seem, I do remember now, it did seem a little, like, weirdly tense. Yeah, and then he, and then he was like, alright, John's all yours. And then he just, like, left. And then, uh, so he goes home, and uh, Lolo and Blondie, they have breakfast. He tries to eat a lollipop, she's like, no. No, alright, can I just say that, first of all, they were, she kept making him soft-boiled eggs, and that shit is disgusting. That's a French dish, though, like, though. The two oh, eggs. Oh, gross. Like, fuck, why? Why would you do that? Like, soft, I soft-boiled eggs aren't terrible. The the yolk and the white is runny. Yeah. That's disgusting. I, I think it's all right. You put it on toast, it's good. You, like, dip it bread in it. Yeah, that's what he was doing, but still, like, it's fuck, good. gross. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it at all. <laughs> um, so... They go to, um, they then, her and Lolo go to a yeah. party. Yeah. For swanky party. Clients. Yeah, it was a very swanky party. And was it for her party or for Lolo? I don't know, because she didn't introduce, she was like, this is my son, he's That's an true. artist. Yeah. <clears throat> when she said in English to some, some yeah, fancy some guy. Dude. And, but then, all night, she like, uh... Yeah, Jean-René Jean was... Jean-René's just at home, like, hanging out. Yeah, I think she had promised to see him or something, or... Or something, or, like, he said, like, I'll come over later once the party's right. over, but he falls asleep, and just like, <clears throat> goes to sleep. Yeah. And she, she flips she out. She freaks out. She sends him, like, a, like a million texts where she's like, are you dead? Like, she honestly thinks... Yeah. That's why... Well, she's a bit of a worry wart. Yeah, like a nervous Nelly kind of terror. And she, she, like, flips the fuck out. And then the next morning, uh, he answers her texts, and he's just like, yeah, I'm fine. He was just asleep. No, he calls her. Or he calls her, yeah, yeah. And she was like, she was like, "Oh, are you okay? Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, I accidentally fell asleep. I'm sorry." And she's like, "Oh, good. Oh, good." Uh, and <clears throat> I think she said something along the lines of like, "I left you some messages." And he was like, "Oh, okay, that's fine." And then like they hang up or whatever, and he looks at his message. Uh, this was a very funny scene for me because he starts reading them and he's like, "Oh, okay." And then he just keeps going and his, oh, yeah, yeah. his face looks very worried for a moment. And then he's like, eh, whatever. So at this point in the movie, I notated that there was still an hour and 12 minutes left. See, because at first I thought this movie very slow. was just going to be like a rom-com. No, but like I thought their relationship already seemed like it was at a, a peak. And I was like, this is moving kind of fast. Not even close. Not even close to the peak. And then I started getting some vibes from Lolo. Yeah. He started like giving looks. Yeah. And that was confirmed the next scene was when he comes over for dinner. That's right. And all night Lolo just grills him. No. 
I don't think that's what was going on. Well, they, they talked to each other all night, and she was bored in the background. I think Lolo already started his plan. Of course, because Lolo's a fucking mastermind. But His plan was to make him seem like the worst person ever. Mm-hmm. Boring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unattractive. Sure. Disease-ridden. Yeah, big time. Right? Like all these, uh, uh, eventually a terrorist. <laughs> That's when that movie took a real turn. That was crazy. Yeah. All right, we'll get that to that. We'll get crazy. to that. That was crazy, all right. But, like, but at first... Lolo could have ruined this guy's life. <laughs> Lolo did ruin this guy's life for like a day. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, yeah. So I think his plan was get him to come over and talk about his work his or something. His work, but like in intricate and like detail. super and it, detail, yeah. Yeah, and it bored the shit. Like oh, she was so bored. Blondie yeah. was really bored. Yeah, and yeah. that was part of his plan, I guess. Yeah. Because by the end of it, she was like, I'm trying. I'm going to fall asleep. Like, but then Lolo goes to his room and they, I think he spent, John Renee spends the night yeah, and they yeah. have sex again. Yeah. And then one of the weirder scenes in the movie comes in. Just a Lolo. Oh, that Lolo scene. is listening to them bang, and yeah. then he has like a, a a daydream, a flashback. But he was, of, all right, some sort of vision. It's in black and white. Yeah, like yeah, it was like one of those things, like in the cartoons, where the screen goes all like, woo, yeah, and, like yeah, yeah. it gets all wavy and stuff. And so, then it's black and white, pair of boobies, breastfeeding a baby. Yeah, just just the boobs. You don't see any other part of the woman. Nope. And she's holding a baby. We can presume, presume that it's Lolo's the yeah. baby and that's Blondie. And, In which case, nice tits. And then, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then someone's like, all right, that's enough for you, Lolo, and takes the yeah. baby away. Yeah, and I think that's where this whole thing stems from, is that he believes he didn't get enough time at his mother's breast. I literally wrote down, I was like, does he have an Oedipus complex? Absolutely he does. Um... Uh, and then he straight up goes to his laptop and Google's poison. <laughs> and I was like, no, it, it's was it poison? He, he, it, he typed a bunch of stuff in the last dark web. Was dark web. Yeah, that's and then right. the thing that popped up was like polonium. the poison symbol. Yeah, yeah, it was like something like polonium. I was like, what the fuck is yeah, that? I was like, is he gonna? Is this literally I Oedipus? Thought, is he gonna murder Jean Rene? I, thought, I, I wrote, is he trying to poison him? And then then he seems to. Cool his jets a little bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he buys something else in time. He buys something else. He buys itching powder. Itching powder. But uh, we then, like, immediately cut to her at the fashion show. Yes. Yelling about the model not being white enough. Sure. Um, not, and I just want to clarify for the rest of the listeners, not in a race way. No, she, like, painted white. Painted white. Yeah, she like... She wasn't a racist. I mean, maybe she was. I, I don't mean, know. I mean, race didn't really come up, I don't think. No, not at all. exclusively white people. And, yeah, and a Greek like, does a, are, are Greeks white? <laughs> yeah, olive skin, whatever. Um, but okay, so, so so then we go to uh, Lolo. Well, that's uh, as soon as he, as soon as he got the the itching powder or whatever. Yes, that's when I realized I think he was just trying to split them up. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, he's cooled his jets a little bit. He's not trying to murder. Him. Yeah. He's just trying to get them. You know. And then, oh, so but at first, here's the funny thing, though. At first, we don't know that it's itching powder. We just see him with a powder, that's just true. putting his clothes. We have no idea. And I was like, is that poison? No, well, well, like, when he put he it on the him? thing, I was like, is that poison? And then I was like, why would he wear it? Is there any poison that interacts and then I was like, like, oh, with your skin? It must be itching powder. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my next. Joke. And it was. It was yeah. itching powder. I also wrote, yeah, right after that, I was like, is it itching powder? Yes. So he puts itching powder in all his clothes. At first. At first, I thought his plan was 
he's going to put itching powder on all of his clothes. Because they were talking about clothes. Yes. They kept saying stuff about clothes. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, I think what happened was that uh, Lola was like, let me see some of your clothes. I'm trying to get advice on how to dress sharp or something. He, they, they said something. So, maybe. They were at um, Jean Rene's apartment. What I thought was happening was that Lola was there to give advice to Jean Rene about clothes. But, uh, but they were at Jean Rene's apartment. But my initial thought was he's putting itching powder in these clothes to then... So that they go out right now together to go shopping. Because he did say something about a mall. Mm-hmm. So I thought they were going to go shopping together. But no. And that, that he was going to make him buy something kind of ridiculous. And so that all the rest of his clothes have itching powder in it. So, so the only, only thing that he can that. really wear is this ridiculous outfit. That, that would have been smart. But he didn't, but he didn't he do that left. at all. He put, yeah. As soon as the itching powder was in, he like got... I forgot how. I think maybe Jean-René got a phone call or something. No, Jean-René went to go meet up with uh, Blondie. Oh, right, and he put all the itching powder Yeah, in and he clothes. was just like, whatever. Yeah. And so then... Oh, how did he put it on the clothes? Like, what did Jean-René... He, no, he no, stepped out for a moment to put on a coat. Oh, okay. I, that's always, I was just wondering why he stepped out of the room. Yeah. And so he puts all the itching powder on all of his clothes, and like in his shoes, in his socks, and everything. Yeah. He's and like, then... And, like, and he was like, hey, go have fun with my uh, mom. I'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, he presumably gets changed into one of those clothes. Or is that like the yeah. next day, maybe, that they meet up? At maybe. Then? But anyway, before that, we get our first phone call where... Uh, Blondie calls glasses and she's in Greece. That's right. Oh well, can I can I just say something about that? Yeah. Uh, what I really liked about that is that it was very obviously a green screen in the background. Oh, big time! And, and like a, like it was an okay. There set. was another at the end of the movie. I'll bring it up. There was another very clearly green screen moment. But, but like they, the set didn't look that bad, but the green screen really took away from. Yeah, big time. Like I was like, they were oh, not in Greece. Uh, they were like, I was like, oh, this is supposed to be Greece. I get it. Like, but she she calls uh, glasses. To just talk, I don't know, just talk about maybe how much she likes Jean Rene or yeah, something. Yeah, something but, like and that. And glasses on a date with like an old, I got the vibe he was older, like in his I, 50s. Yeah, probably But he, he was good looking. Like yeah. He was fit. Yeah. He had, like he had a motorcycle. Slick black hair, he had a motorcycle. A well, Greek he had, man. He had, he had like grayish hair because he, he was graying. I just called him Greek stud. He shows up twice in this movie. Three times. Two phone calls and then yeah, three she, times. he comes to Paris. Right. But yeah, not for long. But anyway, so then she goes on, she ends up going on a date to like some photo gallery or something with Jean Rene. And Jean they, Rene they is go wearing. To, I think it's like a museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jean Rene is wearing one of the itching powder clothes. One of the itching powder Because he's, he's itching yeah. all over. Yeah. And then at one point she's like. They also, they, I, and I don't know if you picked this up, when they were in the exhibit and he's itching, she was like, what's going on? Why are you so nervous? I think he, she said. Yeah. And he said something along, from what I understood, he said something along the lines of, there's so many fucking cameras in here. Why are there so many cameras? It's making me nervous. And she was like, this is a museum, so no one steals anything. <laughs> like, I think that's what... Maybe. Because he, he, he kept pointing to the corners of the like the rooms at the top, and I was like, what? what? <laughs> but yeah, so so then he's, he admits to her, he's like, I'm just really itchy, I don't know why. And she's like, well, let me see it. She like unbuttons a button of a shirt. There's he's a got a rash. bunch of yeah. like, red marks, yeah. like rashes. And she's like, oh, fuck, because she's a hypochondriac. She freaks out. She's like, oh, my God. And then she's like, okay. And he's like, maybe I should go home. And she's like, I think it's a good idea. And I thought this was really funny. He leans in to kiss her, and she's like, oh, no, no, no. And she, like, she leans away. She's yeah. like, no, thank you. She also runs outside real quick and takes the second phone call to, um, yeah. to the glasses. Glass. That's what they get on the motorcycle. Yeah, and, and, and that's when Glasses says, like, she's a hypochondriac. That's the yeah. only reason. And, and, and Lolo knows this, because it's very funny, because she goes home, right, and she tells Lolo all about it. She's like, oh, my God, he's got this weird rash. And I think Lolo says... Something. Maybe it's an STD. Yeah, he says something yeah. crazy. He's like, maybe it's cancer. He, yeah. like, he says something wild because she immediately runs to a room and goes on Google. She Googles and it. And she Googles a bunch of stuff and like, you know, the classic thing of people who like 
go on WebMD and like think they have a million. Yeah, that's what she does. Yeah. But, like with his thing, yeah. she starts like freaking the fuck out. She's like, he's gonna so, die. There was something about a club. It said something about like he could have got this at a club, and I was like, what? Maybe it was an STD then. But yeah, Lolo very clearly implants it. He's like, it could be this, and that's what freaks her out. She's like, oh my god. Oh wait, good. I just realized. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so after this scene is the best scene in the whole movie, the basketball scene. No, first he goes to the doctor. Oh, that's the, right. For the first time. And the oh, that doctor him, was weird. The doctor made a very funny joke the second visit, but not this visit. This visit was just a normal doctor's visit. He was just yeah. like, you're like, fine. He was like, like, oh, you're... On it. Yeah. Or I think he was like, oh, something is irritating your skin. You Use this cream and you'll be fine. Yeah, like wash your clothes yeah. and it's all good. But then we do get to the basketball scene. Okay, alright. Let's let's set so, this up. Alright, so we up. got we got Lolo and his buddy who's this fat dude with glasses. Who we've only been introduced to once yes. before. His friend is wearing a Derrick Rose Chicago Bulls jersey. And they play the worst game of basketball I've ever seen. They just like they, they when they were dribbling they were like jumping up and down and going like not like, forward and backwards yeah. like side to yeah. side. It was weirdly artsy. It looked like it looked like if like aliens came to Earth and tried to like learn fit, basketball. Learn basketball and then <laughs> oh and then his friend goes his for friend the goes dunk. for the dunk oh. and it goes it, you get a shot from under the basket slow mo and it's like and it looks like he's about to get oh shit he's gonna get it he just fall he misses and he no he doesn't face plant he misses and he runs right into the fence and face plants. It's amazing. I was like, this is a terrible basketball game. Also, this is when we are actually introduced to the first, uh, the only black characters you'll see in this entire film. Wait, really? Yeah. What? I don't remember. Who? As they're walking out of the basketball court, like six black dudes walk on, and that's it. Like, And one of them spinning spinning a basketball oh, on yeah. And I, I, I wrote down, I was like, of course, the black guy is spinning a oh, basketball. Oh, we gotta believe the black guys are here to play basketball. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> I was like, this movie's kind of racist. <laughs> but I think they also, the point of that scene, it wasn't just them playing basketball. It's I to think show that they were t- bad at things. No, that Lolo was getting his bo- his buddy in on the scheme. Like, he was mm. talking to, to his oh, buddy probably. about yeah. John Renee, and he was like, let's, let's get this guy. So then we get... <laughs> oh, man. So Lolo, let me just point this out, is a stud. Yeah. Uh, like a... Oh yeah, the very scene. attractive man. Yeah. He has sex with either an American girl or a British girl. I couldn't tell. She spoke English. Yeah, uh, was why I thought either American or British. But she was very tall. Like she did have like a model's figure. Yeah. Very tall, thin, and yeah, and they're on a date. And then he gets a he gets a call from his mom. I think he does, but it, but the date ends up back at her place, and they have sex. Right. And she's asleep next to him, and he sees on her nightstand. Oh, pills. right, pills, sleeping pills. I don't know if they were sleeping pills or not. It was just pills. The big thing was that pills you shouldn't mix with alcohol. Right, right. It was like, don't drink Oh, but there's a scene pills. before that. Is there? What yeah, the scene where Jean Rene goes to Blondie's house and because she freaked out and she, like, after they. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he was like, what's all that about or whatever? And she was like, I thought you had, like, an STD. And he was like, what? I've never even... What? And, like, they have this whole conversation. That's right. I don't remember exactly... Like, I don't know exactly what they said, but the vibe was, oh, no, she shows up at his work? Maybe. They, yeah, just, no, after... no, that's right. They, he, she shows up at his work for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when she's there, like, they get lunch together, and um, mm. and they have, like, a weird conversation that ends up fine. Because they end up like kissing and yeah, yeah. yeah. The, after like almost every one of Lolo's schemes, there was they a scene closer. afterwards. Yeah, where it was like, oh, okay. Uh, but 
So then I think also, also when they're I at lunch, that pasta looked good as fuck. It did look good. It would look really good. Also at that lunch, I think is when she invites him to go to the uh, yeah, the, I think gal- so. the subway yes. weird yeah. underground subway gallery. And then I think because then that's when Lola fucks the chick after that scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. yep, and takes the pills. Yep. Uh, but then so they, we go to the scene. I don't know how to describe it. It's in like a subway underground. Before that. Before that. Yeah, there's another one. What is it? So he shows up to their uh, to her apartment. And she's cooking a chicken. A duck. No, it was a oh, duck. Oh, it was a duck? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I do remember that. It was scene. very funny. Because I was like, what's happening? <laughs> she was here? like watching an instructional video on her iPad yeah. on how to do it. Yeah, so she, and, and like he shows up with violets, because that's her favorite. Oh. Or no, petunias? I don't know. Something. He shows up with flowers. Jean and they, Renee, you sweetheart. Yeah, well, and she's like, I was going to cook this whole dinner for you. And he's like, oh, that's so, th-. and then they just bang. Like, honestly, they don't even eat. They just bang. It was nice. It was good. Well, when the loving's good, you know? You yeah. Get it when you can. And then we go to the underground subway yeah, station. Yeah, so it's like a, a weird fashion show that's at an underground subway station at night, and all the models are on the train, in, like standing in, still like mannequins. Yeah, in the clothes. Yes. And I think what happened was that Lola, you know how he Lola was told him, yeah, yeah. He was dressed in like a like a like a like a heavy metal rock roll. He had like a it leather looked jacket, like he was trying to black skinny jeans and like a heavy metal. T-shirt. I think Lolo was like, "This is a punk scene, so you got to look like a punk." And he was like, "No, I got you, I got you, no problem." And he showed up in a leather jacket. One of Lolo's many pranks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, everyone else was in, like, suits. At first, when he showed up, I was like, he fits the, the ambiance. And I was like, this is fine. Was, and then everyone then around him... Was, like, dressed fancy. Yeah. And then, like, he sees Lolo first. And mm. he goes up to Lolo and he tries to, like, wave him down. And Lolo just fucking disappears. Uh-huh. And then Blondie sees him and sees what he's dressed in. And she's like, what? what? <laughs> and, and, and then she turns to Lolo and she says, like, didn't you tell him to dress all fancy? And he was like, yeah, of course I did or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is his version of fancy. Yep. And then she introduces him to some, some guy. Some, fa- some higher up. A fancy guy. I think he was the the guy who did all the, the clothes. The clothes. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was the designer. The desi- that's, that's the word. We're, the word. we're idiots. Um, well, we know fashion. Um, so then Enwash, straight up Enwash. I thought his name was Benoit during this whole thing, so if I keep saying it. Lolo, straight up drugs him. Like, just straight up drugs him. He takes the pill, he crushes it up, or Put, he opens it and he, like, pours he the powder. He puts it into champagne. Stirs it. And then... It, gives it to him. <laughs> well, I don't know if you caught this other part. He was like, let's make a toast or something, and mm. then he went to, he said to Jean René, he was like, you have to drink the whole thing in one gulp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. Jean René was like... Okay, and so they like clink, and he just downs it. Yep, and so, and he so then he and then he, as soon as he downs it, like a waiter comes by and was like, "Would you like another one?" And he's like, "Okay," and so he takes another one, and so he gets wasted. Yeah, because he's on a mixture of pills and alcohol. that he had no idea about. And so he does a bunch of stuff. I think one of the things that he does is he goes over to the models. He purchased something. Yeah, right? he did. He, like, something like very expensive. Yeah, because like. In, Outside of the train where these models were fat, and it's a smart idea for a gallery. Yeah. At the, you know, Blondie, she's good at her job. Outside of the, the train where all the models were Dude, set up like and clothes, there's like iPads yeah. where you could like, if you like that, you can buy it. And he did. <laughs> he was like, oh, this dress for $14,000? Yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> you know the chicken that was wearing the feathers yeah. on, the, on her hat? Yeah. I think that's what he bought. Yep. And then he like is very embarrassing. He goes up to the the designer, the and takes designer. a bunch of selfies. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, he's like, he's drunk. like, oh, hey, good, do this <laughs> with me right here. And, oh, meanwhile, she's taking an emergency call that I didn't understand. Yeah. And I think she also showed that other guy Jean Rene's penis. I'm not positive on that. Last Wait, Jean Rene's penis was in the shot. No. So they go. The other guy 
What that looks there? like Lolo, but wasn't Lolo. Oh, the fat guy? No, the tall dude at the at the subway oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like an emergency call or whatever. Oh, he, the guy who was like her assistant. Yeah. Like, who worked with her. Yeah, in sure. Capacity. The guy with the glasses. Yeah, the guy with the glasses. He takes her to like a, a hallway on the side or something, and they have like a conversation. Yeah. It doesn't even Probably look like... But... but then she shows him something on her phone, and the guy goes, whoa. Yeah, and I was, was like... And I was like... I did get the vibe that that guy was gay. But I, I think she showed Jean Renee's penis to that guy. Yeah, so that's cool. You know, if it's a gay guy and a straight woman, yeah, check out how maybe. fat this dick is. Yeah. And he was like, whoa, good job. Yeah, I think that's what happened. <laughs> I'm not positive. It might be, though. But then she goes back and she sees that he's making an ass of himself. And so they leave. Yeah, they It leave. just jump cuts to them at home and he's passed out snoring oh, yeah. on the bed. And she's very upset. Yeah, oh, of course, because he like was an asshole. And also because he's snoring. Also because he's snoring about it. And she does... And this is something that my girlfriend does to me because I snore. I, I, I won't lie. But only when you're laying on your back because, like, your throat is in that position. So she tries to roll him onto his side because that stops the snoring. Right. And she just pushes him off the bed by mistake. But she doesn't... Like, he sleeps there. No, the no, he, the like, he, like, thuds and she's like, okay. <laughs> and she just goes to bed. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's pissed at him, probably. Yeah, probably. Normally she's, like, a good caregiver, but she's mad. Yeah, well, know? she's very mad at him for making such a fool of himself. Yep. And then the next morning, how did that scene play out? So the next morning, he's like, he goes. Oh, right, right. The right, next right. morning, he, he wakes up before she does. And he goes and he sees that Lolo is awake. Right. And Lolo is doing some sort of, Lolo is an artist. He's doing some sort of weird project with That's plaster. Right. Well, no, at first he's painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think Lolo's like, I have a great idea. I need your help with something. Yeah, with and, an art project. I'm and he's on. like, he's like, I need you to just sit here in this chair and I'm going to paper mache. Yeah, I'm going to make a, like a, 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 mold, a, cast, a cast of yeah, your arm. Of your arm. And he and for some reason, I guess Jean Renee just wanted to get in good with the kid. Well, Jean like, Renee okay. at this point has no reason to suspect Lolo of anything. That's right. And you know, if you're if you're dating a lady with a kid, you know, you want to get in good with yeah. the kid. So he was like, he was like, sure, whatever. And so he sits there. They have a conversation about something. Though. Yeah. Who it, knows? it seemed like Lolo and him were getting along, even though Lolo was totally lying about everything. Um, and then something very strange happens. Then, for whatever reason. So Lolo's doing this cast, right? He's putting all the mold on it. He's like almost. He's got it like his full arm underneath the plaster, and then Blondie wakes up, and for some reason Lolo's like, "Oh, no. you shouldn't be here," and he puts no, a no, sheet no, no, over no. his head. Blondie comes back home. Oh, okay. She was out. Oh, okay. She came in. Comes back home, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, he's for like some hide. reason." He's like, "For some reason," he was like, "I don't want her to see you like this. It's gonna be a surprise or something." Yeah, maybe he's making it for her. Yeah, I don't know. Or that oh, was the maybe story. maybe the whole thing was like he wants to get a whole cast of his arm to give to her or something. That's such a weird gift, though. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm reaching That's here. So I'm reaching strange. Here. So like he was like he was like no, don't move. I'm gonna can cover you, you wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Can you imagine if you it, like your significant other <laughs> was like I made you this present? They <laughs> just give you like a, a mold of their arm. I'll be like. Thank you. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with this? Put it on the mantle. I don't know. Use it to, like, pleasure myself. That is a grip. <laughs> you can't change the <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, so, yeah, he he's, like, hide, and he puts a sheet over him. Yeah. That was and then she goes into the... He, but Lolo goes in the hallway and talks to Blondie, and yeah. Blondie, like, talks shit on... Uh, definitely about Jean, Jean Renee. She's, like, he was being such a dick, and he's such an asshole. Like, she talks shit about him. She said... She definitely said something like, he's got a small penis or something. Yeah. Know. Who knows? But she says something bad about him, because he and gets he up and he storms, storms out. out. Yeah. He's like, oh, how dare you? And he, like, storms out, 
And she follows him, and they're like all yelling. And then my second favorite scene in the movie happens. So when he breaks the plastic. So So right before he's about to get in his car, I guess, or whatever, he's on the street. Well, first, first let's set it up. They're on this. He runs out of the apartment, and he's just walking down the street. Well, like fast walking down the street, Mm -hmm. one arm in in a cast with the plaster on, and he's still walking like with it on. She's yelling from behind, like, "Oh, I didn't mean all those things I said." And he's like, "Fuck you! You definitely meant all those things." Uh And then. He gets to the car, they keep arguing, she says something more hurtful to him, and then he gets really, really upset, and he takes his arm, and he knocks it against the, the, light, pole. the light pole, Yeah. and he just keeps doing it until like he starts to shatters, shatter yeah. the plaster, and then he does one real good one at the end, and it fucking breaks his arm. He breaks his arm. <laughs> like, like, it was so on. funny. They show the x-rays, that yeah. was a clean break. Yeah. And this is the scene that was really weird with the doctor. I thought it was funny. So here's what I think the doctor said, right? So they it was go to the a sex doctor. thing, right? No, I don't think oh. so. I think what happens is they go to the doctor, and the doctor shows him the x-ray. And he's like, yep, it's broken. And he goes, how did that? How did this happen? And then he tells him, he's like, I broke open like a, mo- a cast molding. And he goes, and I think the doctor, the doctor like laughs and goes like, pretty ironic. You broke your arm breaking out of a cast, and now we got to put you in a cast. I swear to God, that's what he said. Probably. And it made me laugh so much. I was like, this doctor's great. <laughs> that or, because... Th- what did you think happened that was sexual? I don't know, because he, he looked at her and said something. Maybe he was, like, implying that she beat the shit out of him. Like <laughs> Could be. Abuse. Could be. Maybe. I don't know. He, I, he ran into a door. Because after he said what he said, the two of them were like, what? And they, they felt, it felt like it was very weird. I don't mm. know. I thought it was sexual in nature. Yep. And then, uh... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So then we get... She goes and visits Glasses. Glasses is back in France. Blondie goes right. to visit Glasses. And we learn that Glasses has brought the Greek stud home with her. Smart call. He's a handsome dude. Uh, and they just get more advice. And I think she tells him, like, don't... don't. This isn't a big thing. Like, Oh, wait. But to make it before work. that, there's a really touching scene. Yeah. They, get, they, like, they always have a moment. No, after, after he breaks his arm and they yeah. go to the doctor, there's a scene where she... Basically brings him back to her apartment and spoon feeds him soup. soup. I forgot about it. That was a real. That was a really nice scene. Yeah, that was nice. She made him soup and she spoon feeds it to him. Yeah, because the first time he like he tries to pick it up with his left hand yeah, and, and he, he, he spills it on himself and he's like, God fuck. And then she was like, No, let me do it. And she like spoons and it. And she in like his made mouth. fun. She was like, Here comes the airplane. And, and he was, was like, Ha ha ha. And then they and like, then, get back. Yeah, to it was really cute. It was nice. And then she goes to Glasses' apartment, gets some advice stuff. Like right. That. And then she tells Lolo. That they didn't break. L- Lolo assumed that they broke up, and Lo- and she tells Lolo, she's like, "No, we're still together." And I this also, is when, I think this is when Lolo kicks his plans into overdrive. Well, yes, but I also think when she went to go visit, I think when she went to go visit, <laughs> sorry about that. Glasses. Uh huh. I think, and I'm not sure about this because she did say Lolo at some point. I think she said something like, "It feels like Lolo's coming between the two of you, or something." Uh huh. And. I, I wrote that down only because, I don't know, there needed to be some sort of point for me where she starts suspecting him of stuff. Yeah. And it didn't really happen until very, uh, very much later. at the end. Yeah. But I, I'm probably wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, they, they get the, back together, Jean-René and Blondie, so much so that he moves in. This is a scene where he moves That's right. into her apartment. That's right. So he, and, uh, and Lolo and his friends are helping. And his fat, helping. And his fat friend are helping. And so they're moving all the stuff and they're getting all the boxes and bringing it upstairs. And, uh. 
I'm sorry, I'm just very excited for the scene we'll uh, talk about yeah, later yeah. Uh, that relates to this moment. So they get, they tell John Ray, there's like, there's one more box downstairs. Like, no, no, oh. no. He goes, he, when they're upstairs, they're all finished. He goes, where's my computer? And they go, we don't know. We didn't see a computer. And he's like, oh, let me go check my And he's car. like, he's like, oh, fuck. Because it, it has his whole work life. Right, 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 right. So he goes down to the car and he checks the thing. And then there's a stranger on the stoop or whatever. Yeah, who was he, that guy? I, like think a what happened, I think what happened was he went, hey, man, did you see anyone take anything out of this car? And he was like, no. Why, why would anyone take anything out of that car? And he goes... Look, man, I, I'm just trying to like see if somebody. And he's like, Did, "Are you accusing me of taking something out of your car?" And he's like, "No, no, I'm just, like, help me out here. I'm just trying to." And, he, and then he was like, "I don't need anything from you. Look at my car." And he goes over to like his fucking Porsche or yeah, whatever. Yeah, a very nice car. Yeah, and like a beautiful wife. Too. Yeah, and so and Jean Rene just at the end was like, I'm, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do anything." But then he goes back upstairs, right? And where Lolo and his friend and go, like, we, we found, found your computer. Oh boy, did they. Oh boy, did they. Uh, I, wrote, so then, I wrote they totally just took his computer. So then uh, that night, uh, Lolo is out. Everybody's out of the apartment except, except for, for No, and her. They're watching a movie together. Oh yeah, that's true. They do watch I, that movie. Was it like she Children of the Corn? Or maybe it's a different day. It was. It was a weird movie. I think yeah. it was Children, like the original Children of the yeah. Corn. Black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty creepy. Uh, but... Maybe this is oh, sometime later. Right. She's gone. Yeah, some sometime later she's gone, and he's setting up. He's also alone. everything for the next. Because he day. gets he gets a phone call, and I, I think the phone call says like there's a very important, very important clients are coming. Or, in or it's like, or it's like this is the this is the day. Today yeah. is the day we're going to present the thing. Make sure you got everything ready. And so he sets up all of his stuff, all he, of his clothes, all his clothes. He polishes his shoes. He practices like in the mirror. Yep, he practices. He's like, "Hello, nice to meet you." All that stuff. He goes to bed at. Twenty-one thirty-five, which is nine thirty-five. That was some quick math. That was pretty good. Uh, nine thirty-five, very reasonable time. And then shortly th- at one a.m. <laughs> this is my favorite part of this whole film. It's a great scene. One a.m. Lolo comes back to the apartment with two British girls. Uh, and he and the they bang. John, John Renee wakes up. The very first right. John Renee wakes up. And he's like, ah, oh, and he takes out ear. That's right, because he's like, he's like, well. I think this is really cool of Jean Rene, actually. Instead of going up to Lolo and being like, yo, man, I got yeah. a big thing tomorrow. Yeah. He was like, he, I was a kid once. And, and he, he takes out earplugs. Earplugs, yeah. Yeah, and he just goes back to sleep. And so then, uh, Lolo and those two girls have a definitely, threesome. Definitely, definitely have a threesome. And then they're, they're sitting, sitting all in, in underwear, his, in his twin, in his twin, twin bed. bed. All three of them. Yeah. It was very cramped quarters. And then he's... Telling them... He tells them this great story. Oh, Go man. Go ahead, take it away. So, he was like... He just said something like... Oh, uh, he said this in English, This is too. all in English, because the girls are British. So, he, he was like, oh, yeah, we're just letting him stay here for about a month. Um, he, we feel really bad for him. He's a great guy, and, you know, um, uh, he's gone through a lot in his life, and he's had a very tough time of it, and... Uh, you know, he's, he's lonely. Such, he's so lonely and such a sweet guy, and I think all he needs is a, a, a touch, a, a woman's a touch. A woman's touch. Uh, uh, just to feel the, her presence next to him in the morning would would brighten him up. Even And he, then he very, very slightly slips in that he's about to be the richest man in all, yeah. of, in all of France. Yeah, he was like, oh, and he's also about to be a billionaire. Yeah, and, and, then, and then they were like, they they felt really bad for him. Like these girls were actually genuinely just trying to do yeah, a nice thing that, for him. They were. And flash forward. No, it's, wait, it's very funny. He goes. The last line he says is he goes. 
all he needs is just a woman's touch and someone like a, a woman lying next to him and then he stops and it very slowly goes or maybe two women oh that's right and they look at each other and they're like okay okay and then we flash forward to the next morning and um, Blondie comes home from wherever she was and she goes into the room and Jean Rene is in the bed with these two, two women, women in their lingerie and she she yells she she yells his name three times and only the third time does he like get up because he's got the ear he's got the earplugs, earplugs in. that's in. why he didn't hear either when they got in the bed with him so I mean he may or maybe he just assumed that it was her so he, those two like women. he he wakes up he takes them out the two women are already halfway out of the bed and he's he's like what and then he turns to the left and then the right and a gen like this is a great actor because that face was genuine shock that was a man who did not know he was sleeping next to two women <laughs> and that was really good it was really funny and they they they're like we did the British girls were like we didn't know we were just trying to do something nice for Marius and he was like who's who? Marius who the fuck is Marius and, and, and they're like all the wild Blondie's right around the apartment packing up his yeah. stuff in a trash bag like get the fuck get the out fuck out and she and she's <laughs> and they're having an argument, and then they go, he had a really rough time of things, we didn't want to make it any worse. And she looks at him, and she's like, oh, I had a really rough time of it, didn't you? <laughs> and she's like, ladies, get out. And it was a very funny scene. He also kicks, but then, she doesn't really end up kicking him out, because he, he's like, oh, fuck, I'm late for my well, work. Well, he goes, thing. he goes, like, he, he goes, no, I... I think he also he, told the girls to saying, turn off his alarm. Ah, uh, maybe. Because there was a very specific scene when he had the alarm clock, he hit a button, and a little light yeah. popped up, and I think he told the girls, he was like, turn off his alarm, he doesn't need to wake up tomorrow. I think also what happened is he starts talking to her and he was like, why would I have done this? I have a very important presentation to... Oh, shit! And then yeah, he looks yeah, at his... Yep. And then he like very rushed. And I think he says something along the lines of, listen, this is an important conversation we need to have, but I have to go to this thing. Like, I want to be here and have this argument with you and, and clear my name. But I gotta but I go. have to go to this thing. <laughs> yep. And so he quickly puts on his suit. He like throws his tie. He doesn't even fucking care. He's like he's also in a cast, which is really funny. Yeah, so funny. he's like one arm in the sleeve, and he grabs his computer and yep, he goes. Gets everything. They go into the the meeting the presentation. All he's right. a little bit late, but not, not nothing crazy. too bad. Yeah, they seem a little ticked off, but whatever. He makes it, you know he shakes his hand. He meets everybody. He takes out a flash drive that he had plugged into his laptop. I think it was a hard drive. Or maybe actually. a hard drive. Yeah. And he plugs it in the back computer and he goes, the presentation will be ready momentarily. And then they start talking about figures and stuff and he's te- he's really fucking up the whole spiel yeah, that yeah. he had uh, planned. he's all nervous and stuff. And so as he plugs it in and turns it on, it literally crashes. It crashes. Well, first it just, at first it just crashes the computer that he's at. And then a little, a little pig with a little hat oh, yeah, goes across the thing and it says, eat my shit, capitalist pig. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, what's the meaning of this? And then you flash out, it crashed every computer in the entire company. I think they were the and stock market. Like, yeah, or a bank. Too. Something, something, something along those financial, lines. Yeah, yeah, something the like stock market or like, something. I think it was the Federal Credit Bureau. Yeah. Of like, oh, yeah, it said like credit uh, something. Yeah, of, of France. So, like, this thing is fucked. And he was like, he was like, wait, what? what's going on? And they get, he gets arrested because they think, they're like, you're a cyber terrorist. Well, all right, before he gets arrested, <laughs> he realizes. He, um,. Yeah, so they take him in, and he, and he... No, no, before that, he goes to Lolo. He doesn't he, go to Lolo, he just thinks, he realizes, yeah, he, he remembers back to the scene where Lolo and his friend, like, Right, and he's smiling and shit. And he's like, oh, fuck, Lolo's been doing all this shit. Lolo's been trying to fuck with me. So That's when he, he goes, he runs into... Uh, okay, I, I, I've said that this is my favorite scene, but my fa- my actual favorite scene is coming up. I could not stop laughing, and I think well, you know exactly yes. what I'm talking about. Before you get to that part, though, so he goes, he rushes back... 
to the apartment. To the apartment. And he, and he goes into Lolo's room. And he finds Lolo's notebook where he well, has like... Well, first he finds all the evidence. The itching powder. Well, that was all... So Lolo had a notebook that he would like make art yeah, projects, yeah, yeah. but using the evidence. He but, was like, ha No, before this. that. No, the itching powder like packet was attached Right, right, right. But to, he, remember he opened, oh, the, he opened drawer the drawer and he yeah, found yeah. The, the itching pa- powder and he... Um, there was stuff in his like cupboards that yeah. he found too. Uh-huh. And so he goes... He opens his notebook... And he sees all the stuff that I think establishes that Lolo does this. Has to done all this of a lot. Her boyfriends to from almost like from childhood. early childhood, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so so he figures out that Lolo did. Lolo gets out of the shower. Yeah, and that was comes into his ro- into his room. And he his also underwear. always wears like tidy whities Yeah, like very tight that yeah. style of like, briefs. Very European. Very, and so he comes into his room just in underwear, and he's like, "What's up, John Renee? What are you doing here?" And then they have an argument. They have an argument. And then it escalates a little bit. It escalates. And I was like, Sean Renee, don't fight him. Because if you fight him, he wins. And then the best scene in the whole movie happens. It just jump cuts to them in the kitchen using umbrellas as swords. <laughs> and sword fighting. And sword fighting each other. It was genius. I could not <laughs> stop laughing. That was so funny. Oh my god. And they, they just like, and they, like, it went back and forth first, one of them was doing, then the other yeah. was doing. And then we get a shot to outside. Uh, Blondie's coming home from wherever right. she was. And she sees there's like a ruckus at the foot of her apartment. And she looks up and she sees that John Renee has gone full Batman psychopath. He's and is holding, holding, <laughs> he's holding Lolo up. over the balcony by his ankles. <laughs> My favorite part, did you notice? He kept doing this thing where he's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, is he going to kill Lolo? Absolutely. He, he kept taking one arm off of his legs and then the other arm. Uh, by the way, he's in the cast the whole time. So. Yeah. He's beating him up with a cast. And then and then Blondie passes out on the That's street. That's right. She, she, she does. faints because she's so shocked. And then cut to the police have arrived. Yes, and he Blondie, uh, Blondie uh, Jean Rene is getting arrested for probably both assault and, and terrorism. <laughs> cyber terrorism. And meanwhile, this is also something I thought was very interesting. Lolo is like being patched up by the paramedics, uh-huh. and she is looking at Lolo and she feels really bad about you know, introducing Jean Rene into his life yeah. because Jean Rene is hurting him and stuff. Uh-huh. And then all the paramedics around Lolo uh-huh. look menacing at at Blondie. Right. And I, I didn't I think Lolo's just a really good manipulator. Oh, for sure. I mean he's a phenomenal manipulator. And he I think he was telling them shit about her. And they were like, Oh, this fucking bitch yeah. bring bringing this dude into the house and yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um then comes a scene that I didn't really get. Alright, so I understood it, but it didn't make sense to me. Oh, when she's sitting in the bed? And she no, 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 no. When, when, when Jean Rene fixes oh. the loss. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. No, hang on. Alright, you're the police. Yeah. You've just arrested a man. Yeah. On charges of cyber, cyber terrorism. terrorism. He, he says to you, I can fix it. Just let me go back into that computer he, one more time. You just say, alright. <laughs> well, let me put it to you this way. It's already fucked. What have you got to lose? He could fuck it even more. Can he? Maybe. Already they crashed. don't know. He's a cyber terrorist. Potentially. Uh, one thing I will... I'm just saying it was very careless of the police to let a Maybe. suspected cyber Maybe. terrorist try to fix his all I will. All I will say about this, though, is a man who is innocent will never stop saying he is. Yeah. So, the, the, good good for Jean René for I'm, being... Like, I'm just saying... Very sh- but he shoddy it. police. He work. fixed it. He does though. He fixes everything, and, and then, then he passes he out. Passes that out. was very. And funny. then we get to here's where my French comes in. Two, Two months, months later. later, yeah. 
it says on the screen. So, Lolo, this is just kind of the wrap up. There was only like 10 minutes left at this point. Lolo has an art gallery. Yeah. He has like his first art gallery. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, yeah, just his. Uh, his mom is obviously coming to support him. Yep, and Blondie calls very randomly out of the blue. She like misses Jean Rene. Was she, it Jean Rene? Yeah, and she oh. calls him. And he lives in England now. Oh, that's right. And this is where the second use of shitty green screen was. He has an apartment, and then he's like, just to establish where he lives, you look out the windows of the apartment, and it's like, the Ferris wheel, and like, Big bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay, he lives in He England. lives on the thing. We get okay. it, we get it. He has a very nice apartment. And this is when he's rich, too. Yeah, he's well, because he fixed it, and then they probably it, uh, gave the them a lot of money. The presentation again, yeah. and he was, then they were like, oh, this is good shit. Yeah, this is great <laughs> shit. Here's a lot of money. Um, um, this is the only time when I figured out his name because I wrote down, oh, the guy's name is Jean Rene. This is the moment that I figured out because she was like, hello, Jean Rene. I was right, just yeah. oblivious well, to the, the rest of the movie. In the book that Lolo wrote, his name is prominently featured twice. No, but he also calls him Dumbo in the book, and there yeah. were also other men in the book, yes. other men's names. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was like a different lover or That's something. That's fair. Um, um, so. Okay, okay, and then. We were at the uh, gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's loving. His, he's getting interviewed by somebody. Yeah, like he's a journalist. Very pretentious about well, what he's saying because he's a prick. He's an artist. Too. Yeah. Um, and so they're like walking around and they're looking at stuff. And Glasses starts talking to presumably Lolo's ex Thang, like yeah, somebody mm-hmm. he slept with or something. Yeah, uh-huh. And she goes, she, "Oh, because they." He says in the interview that this is autobiographical. That this 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 whole um, this whole uh, art installation is his life, and and she was she. While glasses is talking to that girl, the girl's like, "That's not even the most fucked up thing he's ever done." Right. And and she's like, "Wait, what do you mean?" And she's like, "Oh." I know some things about, yeah, and she, about Lolo. She, she dishes to Glasses, and then Glasses then tells Blondie. So Glasses tells Blondie that from an early age, he was already messing with her relationships. With her relationships. And she was like, what do you mean? And she goes, remember that guy from the, that like messed up your laundry or whatever? Yeah. That was Lolo. And there's a flashback. And there's Lolo a flashback. Yeah. And, and like, she connects the dots that it's happened like all, every, single, every time. single time. Yeah. So then she goes home, she brews some tea, yeah, nice she waits it. for Lolo to come back, yep. and as soon as Lolo comes back, she has a very weird conversation with him, I think. I think she confronts him about it, I think he confesses, eventually. At first, I think he's I like, think, that's, that's yeah, crazy. But then he was like... But as she's like tr- leaving, she's like, I'm leaving, I'm going he was to like, England. I'm the only one who loves you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like, it was, I think he was professing his love to her. Weird. It was really, really and, strange. But then she leaves him. Well, she was no. They the hug at the end because well, yeah, mother and son. I think he says something along the lines of like, uh, "I'll I'll I'll always be the one you come back to" or something like that. And she was like, "Yeah, Whatever. okay." And then she leaves, and she shows up in England. I think she moves. To, she has like all yeah, of her she things. Brought she brought all I think of her she stuff. just gave Lolo that yeah. apartment, and she, she was, was like, like "Lolo, you can stay here because you're fucking creepy. I'm going to live with Jean Rene." And she goes to Jean Rene. They have sex. Yeah, and then a big twist. Well, at the end. there's uh, we talked about this in the car, but there's a scene um, early on where Jean Rene gives uh, two homeless men some money. So while they're in London, and he's got more money now than before, they pass a homeless man on the way to his apartment. And he doesn't give him money. And she notices that. And she kind of like makes a face. Um, money changes people. Yeah. Mo, he's changed a bit. Mo money, mo problems. Am I right? 
Maybe. I'd like to have some more money. I'd like to have less problems. Um, <laughs> so then they, they bang. They bang. Know, they have nice reunion sex. And she's in a like a silk robe, and she's yeah. like, oh, i got to go to the bathroom real quick. So she's on her way to the bathroom, and all of a sudden she hears a flush. And some chick walks out. Like half, a very half-naked, beautiful chick. Yeah. Like she's and, in and like she's a t-shirt like, and panties. And she's like, who, who are you? And, and then Jean-René comes out, and he's like, oh... That's my daughter. Uh, whatever, right? And they, they introduce each other, and she's like, oh, okay. And then he yells something at her, and she's like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow or something. And then that's, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Credits. Full circle, baby. It's going to happen all over again. Yep. Maybe. I don't Man, know. Who knows? I think that's what they're implying. Yeah. It was very fun. Yeah, but then the, the credits just rolled, and that was... Uh, yeah, that was it. That was Lolo. Yeah. But he never got a chance to see her again. The man really went to hell and back. There is this famous touchy line you probably know, or maybe not. If you are going through hell, keep going. That's his life. But how can someone have such bad luck? It's so unfair. He must be so lonely after what happened to him. Yes, he's staying here because he doesn't have a place to sleep. Even if in exactly eight months, he will become the richest man in France. But until then, I think all he wants right now is a friend. So warmth. The touch, just waking up next to a woman, or two. Okay, so, Wikipedia has a pretty good uh, synopsis, so here we go. Take it away, Ariel. Well, I, I also want to start off by saying this movie lost a lot of money, <laughs> like a lot of money. Uh, the budget for this movie was $8.4 million, and the box office was only $6.8 million. So it, it lost some money. Yeah. All right, here's the plot. <clears throat> Violette, a 40-year-old Parisian workaholic with a career in the fashion industry, falls for a country bumpkin computer geek from Biarritz. I don't know where that is. Country bumpkin. Jean René, while on a spa holiday with her best friend, the promiscuous Ariane. I don't know. That's probably not. Ariane. Sure. Lolo. Jean René moves to Paris to be with Violette and meets her young adult son. So his name is E L O I. I don't know how to pronounce that. Ilio? Maybe. E L O I? Yeah. Eloy? Eloy? Elo? I don't know. Who still goes by the babyish name Lolo. Because he's a child. Lolo is a self-artist, and his mother supports him utterly. He appears to welcome his mother's new love, but sets out to wreak havoc in the relationship. Uh-huh. Lolo is a moocher who requires his mother's universe to be centered on him. Yeah, he does. Ups his game with when nothing seems to break the couple's relationship. He plants a virus in Jean's newly coded software for a bank. Uh, Running the software on the buyer system infects their whole network, and Jean René is arrested. Jean René warns Violette that all these mishaps are caused by Lolo, and he has found evidence in Lolo's diary. Later, at Lolo's drab art exhibition... Ariani's daughter uh, reveals Lolo's string of efforts to sabotage Violette's love life, and Ariane tells Violette, Jean Rene clears his name by fixing the trouble and gains tenure in his company. Yay! 
Violet confronts Lola with the facts, but Lola tries to emotionally blackmail her. Jesus. Violette finally cuts the emotional cord with Lolo and moves in with Jean René. Lolo finds it hard to adjust to his new life without the presence of his mother. That was the scene with the two eggs. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> uh, later, Violette realizes Jean René might be facing the same issue with his daughter, Sabine, as she did with her son. That's it. Alright, so we, we got most of it, I yeah, feel like. We got the essence. We got the gist of it. Yeah. Besides that it was What's-Her-Face's daughter. Yeah, how the fuck were we supposed to know that if we didn't speak French? Alright, let's get into a little five-star, one-star. Once again, this comes to you as a hybrid from Amazon and IMDb. We're going to get a five-star review. We're going to start with that. It's on Amazon. Five stars. Delpy and Boone. Two French movie stars shine bright to invoke laughter. I'm guessing Boone is probably... Uh, Boone... Boone is the guy. Jean Rene. Yeah. By Language Lover on June 14th, 2016. Language lo- Lover writes Worlds collide when Violette meets Jean Rene. Bu- by the way, buckle on this is a long review. <laughs> <laughs> Their mid aged love, both are 40 plus, spins out of orbit because of Violette's 20 year old spoiled brat son, Lolo, who treats Jean Rene as a country bumpkin and wants to stop him from falling in love with his mother. Time out. Why do both of those things use the phrase country? Do you think they were both written by the same person? (laughs) Maybe. Wikipedia is a place where you can write your own things, so... That's... Okay, that is what's going on underneath the surface. On the surface, Violet is played... Is played by the highly talented French and American filmmaker Julie Delpy. And Jean René is played by the highly talented French filmmaker Danny Boone. Try to hook up a romantic bond in the midst of Violet's son's antics to ruin Jean René's life. This French comedy is a gem, considering the level of French cinema talent in front and behind the camera. Delpy, best known for American productions Before Sunrise with Ethan Hawke, and Boone, best known as the talent in front, of, in front and behind the camera in the French movie Welcome to the Sticks, star in this social rom-com invoking laugh after laugh. Both Violette and Jean René are divorced 40-plus something with children, yet Violette's young adult child Lolo, played by Vincent Lacoste, is a 20-year-old tyrant who doesn't like the idea of his doting mother falling in love with an out-of-town stranger. I feel like each one of these paragraphs has ended with the same sentence. <laughs> we get it. Alright, Jean René is from the French city Biarritz, a city close to the Spanish border along the Atlantic coast. Oh. He meets Violette, a Parisian fashion event planner in his hometown, Biarritz, when she is there on vacation with her best friend, Ariane, played by Karen Viard. He's a computer software engineer who falls in love with her, love at first sight, and they travel to Paris to live and work there so he could be close to her. Nonetheless, he fails to take in Violet's son, who is a manipulative brat. Jesus Christ. He disdains Jean René for being a country bumpkin, a hick. Jesus. This, this is the same thing over and over. I'm skipping the rest of this paragraph. It's just summary. Summary. <laughs> summary. Is there a plot right, details we, we missed? <laughs> no. Uh, all right. What I like best, the last two paragraphs, what I like best about this movie is that it works on different levels. For the big faction show, it is held inside the Pompidou Art Nouveau building on the right bank of the Seine. Yeah, of course. Have you never Seine been there? <laughs> in Paris? I have not. I have been to Paris, but not to have a you? specific building. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's right. When you were in Paris for a week, I was just dumb stuff. Instead of a, tradition, a traditional site like Champs Elysees, it seems as if film director Delpy, who also co-wrote Lolo, as well as stars in it, has something to say about French culture. Out with the old, in with the new. Oh, that's right. 
Lolo is about two 40-plus adults trying to claw back their lives after failed marriages, <laughs> each with young adult kids. I found the social angle, 40-plus adults trying to cope with their ages and their turned-upside-down lives as interesting as the laughs. Lolo is, much, is as much as French rom-com as it is French social issue film. Unfortunately, humans don't grow old in splendor like Paris. The older Paris gets, the more spectacular it gets. Not so with humans. I believe the magic number for Over the Hill is 40, regardless of advertisement and media, tell, media telling us differently. Once 40 is reached, the rest is downhill. And this movie seems to confirm that point. Where's he getting this information from? <laughs> Once you're 40, <laughs> you're kill fucked. yourself. Because <laughs> the rest die. of life is the worst. As the great British playwright George Bernard Shaw said, too bad youth is wasted on the young. This movie, however, shows that there is life after 40. One, however, has to look hard to find it, like both of the characters in this French rom-com, Violette and Jean René. I'm going to mark that review as helpful. <laughs> Alright, let's hear this one star. As the great British playwright. Oh, man. Alright, now we flop over to IMDb user reviews for this 1 out of 10 star. Simply Awful by Tambourinist. <laughs> On December 30th, 2016. <laughs> he plays the tambourine. That's so funny. I'm sorry. That, that would be his username. <laughs> All right. I'm a Julie Delpy fan. Two Days in Paris is one of my favorite movies of all times. This film, however, is impossible to watch. It's incredibly predictable. The humor is silly. And you've seen all the gags in plenty of bad films before. The storyline is not credible at all. Even if you're not looking for sophisticated humor, just want some slapstick laughs, this film is simply not very funny. I watched it in the dubbed version. Maybe it's slightly better in the French original. Although, yes. to be honest, I don't think so, given how bad the storyline and the jokes are. The acting is okay, but it can't save the film. One star. I don't agree with it. You don't agree? What Out of, fi out of five stars, what would you give this movie? You know what? Let's do that at ten, because last time we did that at five, you guys kept doing decimals. So maybe if I give you more liberty, <laughs> all right, at ten, ten star? stars, I'd give it a solid seven. I'd put it around a seven too. I liked it. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah. It didn't bring anything new to the table, but it was fun. I mean, umbrella sword fighting—that's awesome. It was a, yeah, it was a lighthearted film. It's definitely one of the most lighthearted films we've seen yeah. so far. Besides the fact that he tried to poison him and. Almost got him arrested for cyber <laughs> cyber terrorism. <laughs> That's when this movie took a real turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was Lolo. Um, Lolo. Lolo. I don't know what movie we're gonna watch next. We'll, uh, we'll find something. We won't tell you now, just in case we. Also, fuck up. we might keep doing weekly episodes. We might switch to biweekly. Who knows? Stay tuned for when we live our lives. Uh, just got to plug as always our social media on Twitter and Instagram at No Subs Necessary. We also now have our own, our website. We as the title bit. song will tell you. As the title song will tell you, if you want to fast like, rewind back to the beginning of this podcast, you can listen. Why don't you listen to this whole thing again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. give us more listens. Give us more stats on the analytics. Uh, but we have, our website is now, and it's linked out in our Instagram and our Twitter. Our website is now nosubsnecessary.com. No more dot .squarespace nonsense, just .com. Uh, That's right, Squarespace. We're not giving you anything. You got to plug anything? Bogart and Hanson. Yeah, Bogart and Hanson. Always got to give an obligatory yeah. plug for yeah. Bogart and Hanson. Bogart and Hanson. Great podcast. Uh, next episode coming out the 
12, 12 right? Yeah. So, in like four days. Yep. Cool, cool. I uh, mean, six days. Who knows when this episode is getting released? You don't know our lives, that's right. listener. Could, could be today, could be tomorrow, who knows? Maybe this came out on the 12th. <laughs> I don't know. So, Bogart Hanson is coming out with a new episode today? No. The 12th. Alright, well, I've been been JD, that's been Ariel. uh, Next time will be somebody completely different. Or completely the same. You'll have to tune in to find out.